What's up, everybody? Welcome to episode nine of Parents Under the Stairs. I'm Ian here with. I'm Presley. And we are going to be going into horror sequels, our favorites. Uh, so, yeah, let's get started. Do you want to go first? Um, you know what? Go ahead. Okay. So, I'm going to do a little bit of a double feature here. Uh, that's going to be Hostel 2 and 3. Hostel 2 be being directed by Eli Roth in 2007, and Hostel 3 being directed by Scott Spiegel in 2011. Did I say that wrong? No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So, yeah, they're, they're both really good. I love Hostel 2 because it takes a new spin on the series. Instead of the three dudes, now it's three chicks, and... They have a, it's a similar movie. I mean, they they go into the hostel, they get tricked into going into the snuff ring and uh, or not torture ring, and um, lots of unique tortures and deaths. It's really fun. Lots of humor thrown in because it's Eli Roth. Uh, part three the, is Scott Spiegel, so it's the first one not directed by Eli Roth, and it goes a little bit different of a route. This time it's in the United States, where the first two are in Europe. And it's in Las Vegas, and now the snuff or torture ring has become a snuff ring. It's like kind of like a red room where people are in a chat room and they're paying money for torture and stuff like that. So it's it's a cool new take on it. And it's Scott Spiegel who was uh, he was had something to do with Evil Dead. I, I think he was like a cinematographer or something. I don't know, but he's got his own unique look. If you've ever seen The Intruder or um, the second Dust Till Dawn movie. So it's it's pretty good. We watched it pretty recently. Yeah, it was, it was fun. I liked Hostel too when they brought back Jay Hernandez as the main character and then just finished him off. Yeah, yeah. I'm glad that they tied it in. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I don't think the third one did though. It it tied it in. I feel like there was a little bit of a tie in at the beginning. I could be wrong. I don't know. Yeah. We just watched a bunch <laughs> our memories. We watched so much shit. We're right now we're watching Breaking Bad right now, which is like we need a palate cleanser after that because it's just so much episodes. It gives me anxiety. <laughs> so many episodes too. So I'm ready to watch some horror movies again. Mm. So let's get started on yours. Um, my pick, my first pick is The Human Centipede Two, directed by Tom mm -hmm. Six. It was released in 2011. I thought that was the first one. Uh, or was it like one right after another? They were right. They were back to back, pretty mm. much. I don't know. I could be maybe I did notes wrong, but 2011 is what I saw. <laughs> mm, okay. Um, this one is like I didn't think the human centipede could get any like grosser, but this one was just like offensively disgusting. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of like shock too, and like they give the main character a really fucked up backstory, you know. I don't remember the backstory very well. Uh, you know, his dad, like, sexually abused him. Oh, okay. And he's in jail, so his mom hates him. And then his therapist wants to fuck him. Ooh. It's all really fucked up. Like, they have a hooker, and they're, like, I don't know. He's, like, <laughs> making plans with someone else and saying, like, how much he wants to fuck him. And it's, like, wow. that's not that's not good. <laughs> I, gotta, I gotta watch that one again. I guess the Blu-ray came with a full-color version, because... Human Centipede 2 is all in black and white, but like there's a full color version in existence. I really yeah. want to see it. Can you imagine the dookie scene? <laughs> yeah. let's, let's watch it. In we gotta color. Watch it. Maybe we should do like a reaction video to that. Yeah, That'd we cool. are going to do some stuff for your guys' Patreon, for Quality mm -hmm. Violent Cinema's Patreon, where I'm going to get violently stoned and we're going to do reaction <laughs> videos. Yep. Should go well. Yeah. <laughs> um, so on to my... Or, any more you wanted to say on that one? Um... 
just be careful. Yeah, it's it's a heavy hitter for the like the extreme genre. And the ending too, like if you don't like baby death, don't watch it. But we all love baby death here, right? <laughs> Under uh, the stairs. Most, some days. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> some days I'm okay. Got to be with in the it. mood for it. Yeah. Um. So my next movie is gonna be a very mainstream movie. It came out a couple years ago. Zombieland Two Double Tap. We had a lot of fun watching that one. I, it was I awesome. Yeah. I love Zoe Dutch. Dutch. Zoe Dutch. That's the Back to the Future, the mom in Back to the Future. That's her mm. daughter. Oh, okay. Okay, yeah. I think I remember you saying that. Yeah. Yeah, it was yeah. It was cool. I just feel like it was a much better movie than the first one, where the first one came out at a time when there were way too many zombie movies, where I feel like Zombieland was actually just being satirical of how many zombie movies were out, even. Mm-hmm. Where this movie came out after there's been a cooldown period, sort of. So, like, not a whole lot of zombie stuff's around, like, coming out now. And I feel like they kind of cashed in on that. They were like, well, there's not a lot of zombie stuff going on right now, so let's just do it up. And it's it's high budget, so you get a lot of good special effects, a lot of settings, um, a lot of huge set pieces, too, especially at the end with the giant building. Um, That was sick. Yeah, so... Yeah, I would check out Zombieland 2 Double Tap if you if you want some action and comedy mixed with your horror. There's a lot of gore, but it's it's humorous gore. You could probably watch it with the kids, but I mean there's some sexual humor too, so. <laughs> so maybe So not. you said you liked it better than the original? Much better. And yeah. that's like a bold statement, you know? A lot of sequels are far worse than the first one and kind of a slap to the face a lot. I kind of noticed that when I was looking for my picks. I was like Hmm, I thought I liked sequels a lot more than I actually do. Because going over some of these, like, I was like, man, I guess, like, I guess sequels were better when I was first getting into horror, but now that I'm older and a little more jaded, it's like nothing ever really beats the original in a lot of series. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say series outside of horror, like stuff like The Godfather and stuff, that they go above and beyond for the sequels. Look at that. Oh my gosh, wants to play. Our yeah. cat. <laughs> Our cat's bringing toys to us. <laughs> um, so yeah, I think I think it did a lot better. And it, I think, like I said, I think it's because there was a really long cooldown period after that zombie mania that came out when the first one came out. Because mm-hmm. the first one came out like right after the Dawn of the Dead remake and all that stuff. So um, it was good to at least like let the genre breathe a little bit before they came back. So I, I'm hoping that we see more zombie movies, like one a year, maybe. Let's not overdo it. <laughs> there have been a lot of good ones. The Sad, which isn't a zombie movie, but you know, yeah. there's zombie aspects. That one was fucking phenomenal. Yeah. And Train to Busan was one of the best zombie flicks I've ever seen. Yeah, well, I think a lot of it has to do with this virus culture we're living into. Uh, That's fair. Because those, like, you look at Mayhem and. Um, and uh, Train to Busan, all the ones you just mentioned, they're all more of a virus, like a rage virus. Mm-hmm. It's not like a back from the dead or like a bite on the neck kind of thing. It's like yeah. it's like a sneeze or a puking is what makes people transfer. So, yeah, people are looking at zombies a whole new way. I mean, you look a fucking century ago, people thought of zombies as voodoo uh, slaves. So it's kind of interesting how it evolves with whatever's going on yep so my next pick is slumber party massacre 2 came out in 1987 uh very good i mean maybe not great but 
<laughs> I loved it. I loved it. It's corny as fuck. It's dude. like a musical, and I fuck with musicals heavily. Good kills, you know, like. This would be in one of the few musicals that I like. This is a, this is like, it's rough kind of call it a musical because there's a few musical numbers, but overall, it's just this crazy. It's like you put the first one in a blender and added music and. It feels like you're having a nightmare about the first one. Yeah. That's what I because like it well, which even, is that's what it is. Yeah, it doesn't feel like a real movie. It it's very dreamy like. And like, if you've ever seen the cover, that's basically what you're dealing with the whole movie is this rockabilly dude with a power drill. It's a guitar. It's a guitar power drill. It's seriously a guitar, fully doubled guitar with a drill at the end. So, and he sings every yeah. time he's like... He's dancing and singing around. It's, it's ri- so good. It's ridiculous. It's, it's one of those movies phenomenal. that you're like, how, does, how did this even get made? Um, but they did it. it yeah. It's so different from the first one. Cause yeah. Obviously. It's like its own standalone movie, but it just... One of the characters from the first one is... This is their life now, after. Mm-hmm. It's ridiculous and dumb, but once you get to the end, you kind of realize everything that's happening. No spoilers. We got to check out that new one, too. It's oh, kind of more of a remake. So good. I think it had its moments, but it also had some bad moments, but... It was very female empowering mm-hmm. for the most part. Yeah, but there's a few times where you kind of felt like they were hammering it a little too hard. Yeah. yeah but. With what else? Um, I haven't even seen it, the Black Christmas remake. Yeah. I don't plan on watching I that. I don't plan though. on watching that. At least the Slumber Party Massacre remake was gory and stuff. Yeah, they had some <laughs> awesome kills. Yeah. Uh, my next one, a little controversial for some, like maybe you, but uh, it's Halloween 3, Season of the Witch, directed by Tommy Lee Wallace in 1982. I like this movie because I really do like it when sequels take a new path and don't try to do the same thing over and over again. And anyone that complains about that one being too different from the Michael Myers ones needs to take a look at how crappy that series got over the years well they weren't even gonna make it all michael myers right they were gonna do different kind of a different halloween and then you know the first halloween blew up so then they're like well let's make another one let's bring michael back yeah yeah so i mean anyone that doesn't know it's just about a secret uh society of of um i guess they're masks these people are making masks but they're implanting these chips that make people's heads blow up because they're trying to like harvest souls or something for I, I don't even know the the main plan but yeah it's just this devious mask making company and uh we got tom atkins as a detective trying to or he's not even a detective he's just trying to figure out what's going on bang chicks while he's doing it so it's it's a fun time i think there's some cool effects there's a really really good decapitation at the beginning um Everyone loves the silver shamrock shit, so that's all I'm going to say about that. I love Halloween 3 Season of the Witch, and if you haven't seen it in a while and you still hate it, I would give it another chance and just try not to think of it as a Michael Myers movie. Yeah, well, I watched it when I was like 10, and that's when I was really getting into horror, and I was like, where's Michael? So I wasn't even following the storyline because I was just waiting for Michael to show up, and then like 90 minutes in, I'm like, all right, 
I guess there's no Michael. Well, they're like watching Halloween once, yeah. like in the bar. So yeah, that's all you get. Yeah. So it's obviously like in a different universe. Same universe, but it's in the same galaxy, I guess. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. So mine is the new Texas Chainsaw Massacre, and so many people hated it, but I did not. I thought it was. It's fun if you don't take it too seriously. Yeah. Um, it's pretty much just like, it's kind of what they did with the newest Halloweens where they're picking up like so many years later, pretty much. Yeah. So it's a very old Leatherface now and he's just kind of back for revenge and it's all modern day and it's so dumb. But yeah. there's this scene where they're like on a bus and he's they're like recording him and they're like, We're gonna get you cancelled, bro. It's so dumb, but it's so fun. I think the worst part about it very worst that part didn't bother me. The worst part about it was Sally coming back. That sucked. They did her dirty. They yeah. did that character so dirty. And like I've heard people say that they were kind of just making fun of the fact that like they brought back Jamie Lee Curtis for the new Halloween. So they were like trying to almost satirize that and it's just like it didn't really come across satire it just felt like they were copying it it was bad it was bad but the rest of the movie was cool all the kills were awesome Leatherface this is the best looking Leatherface we've had since um since Leatherface Texas Chainsaw Massacre 3 which is like one of my picks I love that movie well and you hate 2004 Texas Chainsaw and that's yeah. like my baby I don't like the Platinum Dunes uh, the like, Slipknot mask. Yeah, the Slipknot mask. <gasps> Leatherface. But, yeah, I thought they did a good job. So, a good pick. Thank you. My next pick is a little left field. Some might say it's sci-fi. But it's going to be Mimic 3 from 2003. Directed by J.T. Petty, who did S&M Man, who was, which was kind of an extreme horror film. Um, this was a crazy take on the Mimic series. Because those movies were just about... Uh, New York City trying to get rid of like a cockroach problem, so they developed like an insect that can devour the the cockroaches, but it develops this big alien monster thing that starts killing everyone in the town. Well, this one is a little bit of a take on Alfred Hitchcock's Rear Window, where someone is stuck up in an apartment building and they're noticing that people in their apartments are dying and going missing. So he notices that it's actually a bug creature that's doing it. Um, so he's just looking out his, his window um, at all the shit happening. And towards the end, it gets crazy. So it's really cool. It's in this kind of confined space the whole time. But it's it's really stressful after a while. Our baby's banging on the DVD right now. So if you hear that, that's what that is. So yeah, check out Mimic 3. Uh, a lot of people don't know about that one for some reason. Probably because it's the third one in the Mimic series, so who would care, right? I but. picked this up with my toes just now. <laughs> Good job. Speaking of sequels, Hills of Ice 2. I grabbed those for like runner or like runners up. Okay, baby. Baby. We're halfway through our list. We're almost done. He's eating munchies. Um. So yeah, let's go on to your next one. Halloween 2, Rob Zombie. Just kidding. No. I hate that movie so much. Yeah. I hate it. I hate Rob Zombie, but hold on. Yeah. <laughs> hold keep, that thought. <laughs> keep your ears out for, for Rob Zombie. <laughs> so Halloween 2, the 1981 version directed by Rick R- Rosenthal. Rosenthal, I think. Oh, that looked like Ro- Rosathin. <laughs> Rosenthal. 
So I like this one a lot because it picked up right where the first one left off and it's all in a hospital. And I, I just like really love one of the killings where he like kills this chick in like a hot tub. Mm -hmm. But a lot of them are really good. Like when he kills a nurse with a scalpel and he like picks her up. Yeah, they kind of up the ante on a lot of the kills. Yeah, yeah. Like obviously the first one barely had like any blood or anything in it. And this one was just a lot more mm -hmm. like gruesome, I guess. And I just like the fact that Jamie Lee Curtis had to wear a wig because her hair was cut really bad and they're like, just throw a wig on her, it's fine. Well, I guess it wasn't a bad haircut. She had like cut her hair for another movie. Mm. But it was really, I liked it a lot. Yeah, it's it's good. I I always feel like on around Halloween season, you got to watch the first three always. But actually, no, the first five. First five Halloweens are like a must. And then after that, it's debatable which ones you kind of want to watch. But Halloween 4 is my jam. Yeah. And that's when they finally brought Michael back and they advertised the fuck out of it. Like his face on the cover and they're like, Michael Myers is back. Because everyone's like, Halloween 3, what the fuck? Yup. So my next one I actually got to see in theaters when it came out back in 2000. And that was Blair Witch 2, also known as Book of Shadows, the Blair Witch 2. Uh, this movie is crazy because instead of doing like uh, what do you call it found footage style they went to like a like a normal narrative style film and it's just about some people going back to the woods to study the Blair Witch and figure out what happened to the people missing but upon going back to the town they kind of black out and later they find the tapes uh, videotape surveillance of what they did when they blacked out and pretty surprising stuff for them and as a kid back in 2000 it was very surprising for me to see some nudity in theaters and stuff and like Titties. i was like not expecting all the violence and nudity because it's pretty gory too it had a cool soundtrack uh lots of new metal and stuff so i mean it was right up my alley at the time now going back to it it is kind of like 90s edgy style like very seems like a hot topic commercial basically but it's still a lot of fun in my opinion just because it doesn't take itself so seriously as the first one did which the first one's a classic why try to be as serious as that first one was so i'm kind of glad they did that just make something weird rather than trying to do the same thing over again that's kind of how i like my sequels yeah, I was six when that came out, so... I was looking at... I was, damn, you were little. <laughs> I, I thought I was little seeing that in theaters, but you would probably wouldn't even... <laughs> no, I think I saw it. It was on sci-fi in, like, the late mm -hmm. 2000s or something when I watched it. I don't remember it very much, though. Yeah, it's a fun one. So, speaking of horrible, terrible movies and horrible directors, um, The Devil's Rejects is on my list because... <laughs> Rob Zombie has no penis. We have notes and Ian <laughs> Ian did a thing. So this is on my list because I loved this movie when I was younger. I watched it when I was like 14 probably and it was like on DVD and I was babysitting some kids and I put them to bed obviously first and I watched this movie and I was like, oh my God. And like I said, I lived in very rural, small town Montana, so I have not really expanded my horror encyclopedia, you know, mm -hmm. as much as I could have. So when I saw this, it was extreme to me. Like she's wearing her husband's face in one scene. Like it was a lot and it was so good. And it's one of the first movies we watched together. So yeah. I like hold it very near and dear. 
Yeah, I saw it in theaters also. And I remember one of my friends had to leave because she like got sick just from the how violent it was. Pussy. I know. <laughs> and uh, it was just like, at the time, I liked it a lot. And then it came out on DVD. And I even had a poster that I got for free and stuff in my room. I watched it on DVD. I'm like, I don't like this as much. I know. Watching it now, it's so annoying just because I hate Rob Zombie and Sherry Moon. Like, I just, I can't with them. And then, like, I watched it again. And I'm like, I hate this because, like, I always complain about Rob Zombie. The dialogue was annoying. A lot of the blood was CGI and the violence was CGI and Devil's Rejects. I just thought House of a Thousand Corpses did it a little bit better, personally. Which... If he stayed on that path, he could have made a lot better movies, but yeah. they're pretty... They just kept going down and down and down. And I have a conspiracy theory I was talking about with one of my coworkers where he can't get a lot of funding and he's had to ask his fans for money to make movies. And I'm like, it's probably because they're like, hey, we're going to cast someone else that's not your wife. And he's probably <laughs> like, no, I'm good. Yeah, that's true. That's probably it, honestly. <laughs> <sighs> so, yeah, I just I have to have that on some type of list just because it's nostalgic and memories for yeah. me. And the movie does have its moments, don't get me wrong. I just don't like it because it's just so many classic horror actors in there and they're just delivering the worst lines ever and like they're just it's just trash. So It is. It really yeah, is. I, I just wish it was like better, honestly. I don't I, in a lot of ways they could have made that movie a lot better. So, moving on to my last one. That's going to be 10 Cloverfield Lane. Like I said, I like when sequels just try to do something new this one does a lot of the same of what the Blair Witch 2 did where they go from found footage to not found footage just a regular film and it takes place mostly all in this bunker uh, that John Goodman has and got a couple characters down there just surviving none of them trust each other um, woman wakes up in there after being in a car accident she doesn't believe that outside is basically a alien apocalypse um which is what john goodman's telling her she she thinks she's just being held captive um but she eventually gets out and finds out what actually is going on and you find out why it is linked into the cloverfield universe but what i do love is it didn't try to link it exactly to the universe it makes you do some thinking to make the connections so that's cool. And our cat just knocked the controller off. We're a hot mess yeah. again. <laughs> so we only got we only got a couple more. Let's go. We'll get into your last one. Okay. Um, Hellbound, Hellraiser two, which is so funny because I hated Hellraiser the first time I watched it. I hated it. I had to watch it like I watched it four more times, and I'm finally like I fuck I fuck with this. I fuck with this guy. I fuck with all of it. So the second one is so good because it is a continuation of the first one. And it has, you know, this chick in like a psych ward and they're like, oh, what the fuck is wrong with you? And she's like, my dad's in hell. He needs help. We got to help him. And they bring back the woman, red haired woman. I forget her name. Oh, yeah. Uh, the dad's wife, yeah. pretty much. And I just I love the gore. I love the skinless people. I love it. I, when they go to hell, hell looked cool as fuck. Yeah, it's a crazy setting. A lot of crazy green screens or blue screen or whatever yeah. effects and stuff that they did back then. It's just cool. Brings a lot into the world. I got to read uh, Hellbound Heart, the Hellraiser book recently, and it just 
puts a whole new look on the movie for me. Like, I just am imagining if they went with that, what it would be like. And I think Hellraiser 2 does kind of show what that hell world looks like, like in the book. So that's really cool. Um, my last runner-up is going to be A Quiet Place 2 from 2020, which we also got to see in theaters. Post-COVID. Um, I think that was our first post-COVID movie. Yeah, and it was like the only good movie I've seen in theaters since COVID. <laughs> and um, it made me a way bigger fan of the original Quiet Place, which we've talked about on the show. Um, I just think they stepped everything up and just turned it into like this awesome survival adventure horror sci-fi thing that, I don't know, it was way more complex than I thought than the first one. The first one is very grounded into one location. And this one is kind of like they're trying to get all the way across town onto like an island. Um, so it's like this really, really epic. They loop. up the ante for sure, especially oh, yeah. like the scenarios where they have all those creatures and just so much shit happens. Like, that. yeah, I won't say anything, but it's just a lot more intense. And the first one was pretty goddamn intense, too. Yeah, this one just they they threw everything at it and. <laughs> It was just really exciting. I can't wait to see that one again, too. We need to watch that one soon again. I want to rewatch. But anyway, that'll be the end of the episode nine horror sequels. So that was good. Do you have any more to throw in? I, w- I don't think so. I was going to maybe say, like, some honorable mention. But we kind of discussed about, like, some of the sequels being better than the movies, which yeah. you said Quiet Place 2 was also better than the first one. I think so. <sighs> uh, Beyond Reanimator, that's a really good sequel. Worth I've only up. seen Bride of Reanimator. That's what I meant. Bride of Reanimator. Bride of Reanimator is good. Beyond Reanimator is okay. I don't know. Basket Case had a couple good sequels. It's Alive had a few good sequels. Your but favorite, no- Evil Dead 2. Evil Dead 2, which I already talked about, so I didn't bring it up. Um, there's actually a lot of good sequels um, in in slasher series that I like. Sleep. I like the Sleepaway Camp sequels. Um, Return to Sleepaway Camp, I think, is a really slept-on movie. Um, Melissa Rose returns in that movie. And it's, it's fucking great. So, yeah. Um, the, I just tried to mention some stuff that isn't really talked about as much. Jack, do you have any sequels you like? <laughs> no more babies jumping on the bed? <laughs> babies jumping on the bed, too. <laughs> All right, that's it for us. Thanks, guys. Thanks for watching. Oh, um, subscribe to Patreon. Ian will show you his butthole. Okay. (laughs) And, uh, yeah, Patreon, subscribe to Quality Violence Cinema, and please subscribe to my new channel, Horror Corridor, if you get a chance. That'd be awesome. Bye. Bye.